episode 20. Gonna try to get back to, to normal somewhat. We're going to make this back uh, about sports. Uh, today's July the 4th. I don't know if we're supposed to be celebrating or we just supposed to play this cool or, or what. We done already had our little Juneteenth and all that. So we just going to talk about sports today. Got my guy E back in the building. What's going on, man? What's happening? Oh, we're going to take the gloves off today. We got a lot to talk about because uh, we've been meaning to do this for about a week. I think it's been a week. Hell, it might even been two weeks. Probably, probably two. You talking about gloves? I'm taking tape off and everything. Bro. Bird <laughs> knuckles. Bird knuckles. Oh. Bird knuckles. The other morning, I was on Facebook, and of course, we see all kind of nonsense on Facebook all day, every day. And somebody made a post, and this post had a list of all the teams that Shaq played for and all the accomplishments that he had for each team so i'm reading through the little comments or whatever and then some random person was like shaq is overrated so of course the internet goes in and i'm just reading this response because like i said i'm i'm one of them people where like i like to hear other people's point of view you know what i'm saying like we all ain't supposed to agree on everything so he says shaq is overrated so then he was like, in comparison to all the other centers, Shaq's never won any rebound titles. No, no, uh, never led the league in blocks. So on the defensive side of the floor, Shaq doesn't have any uh, accolades or whatever, accomplishments. And then when I started reading it and I thought about it, I was like, damn, like he kind of got a point. So then I made my own post and all, all I said was, is Shaq overrated? I didn't put any context behind it, didn't say nothing in regards to this post that I had read. I just wanted to see how the world was going to respond on my friends list. And man, people went in. People went in. So I, I got one of them on the mic with me today because uh, the the overall uh, response was, ain't no way in hell Shaq is overrated. So what's up, E? Talk to me, man. Yeah, you know, man, I've seen that, man. And I had hit you up, and I told you, yeah, we had to do this. You can't say that this man's overrated. And now, a lot of people say that he's been carried everywhere he's been at. Orlando with Penny, L.A. with Kobe, Miami with D-Wade. We're going to stop right there. Because after, after the Miami years, Shaq was, was on the decline. But you can't say that this man is overrated just because he don't have no defensive accolade. Because the man, well, you would never see another Shaquille O'Neal in the NBA, bro. It would never happen. You know, the dominant force that he was at his position offensively, you can't you can't stop that man. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I mean, I, I understand, you know, the whole defensive thing. I mean, it ain't really too many centers that, you know, they they, 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 they got the defensive accolade. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a few that you can name. And then as far as, like, the rebound titles, okay, think about this. He came in the league in, uh, what, 90, what, 90, 91, 92? 92. Yeah, 92. Pull up who won all those rebound titles. I guarantee you Dennis Rodman's name's on, his name is on uh, is one every year. I guarantee it. Dennis Rodman's name is up there, but like I said, when when I saw dude's post, I went and looked. And I know that like 
I think Hakeem Olajuwon has two uh, rebounding titles. Right. I think he had like one or two blocking titles. Definitely won a defensive player of the year. I saw where David Robinson led the league in rebounds uh, once or twice. Maybe wow. led the league in blocks. You already know uh, Matumbo was a, yeah. a defensive player of the year multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. And then I saw where Alonzo Mourning led the league in blocks and rebounds and stuff like that. So that's why, you know, that was just me playing devil's advocate. Because like you said, from the offensive standpoint, you'll never see another Shaq. Because you talking about seven foot, 300 pounds. And when he first came into the league, he was actually quick. Like he could get up and down the court and move faster than all the other centers in the league. And he was stronger, but over the course of time, and that's where the whole Shaq Kobe beef came in that he let himself go. He just relied on his, him being bigger. And that's why I said, it's like, of course you would sound crazy saying that Shaq is overrated or he ain't one of the, the greatest big men to play the game. But at the same time, it's like, if Shaq wasn't 300 pounds, would he have the same career? Uh, that's up for debate. And that's how I was. I'm going to say, let's just say Shaq, okay, he's 71. Let's just say, let's say he's about 260. About 260, 270. Fair enough. Let's just say he's around that weight. I still think, because he's still bigger than a lot of centers in the league, because them centers at that time in the, in the early 90s, they was probably, what, about 240, give or take. Somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe a little uh, bit more. Yeah. 250, give or take. But uh, I, I, I don't think he would be as dominant. I still think he would average in the 20, but I don't think he would be able to, to, to bully many centers as he, as, as he did at the way he came in. Because you think about this. When Shaq came in, the only thing Shaq could really do was run the floor and dunk the ball. Right, and that's and that's where I was going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now he developed that little baby hook. You know what I'm saying? Over the course of the years and whatnot, he didn't really like master it until he like his last year in Orlando, early years in in, in L.A. Yeah. But I, I think that he would be a 20 point scorer. Like low twenties, I don't think he would be. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't dominate the centers that he did because that man used to kill Akeem Olajuwon and Ewing and and Zoe and 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 David Robinson. Like he used to kill these guys. You know what I'm saying on a nightly basis. Like couldn't nobody stop him, bro. And then, it was like his his skills. I mean, because you are, but his his skill set when he first came to the league, it wasn't. It wasn't polished yet because it was the only thing he could do was just run the floor and, and dunk. And you think about it, seven one over three hundred pounds, that's impressive to run the floor the way he did. Absolutely. Like he was he was definitely a, a freak of nature. And that's yeah. why I was proposing that question. Again, like I said, that's just me playing devil's advocate because I'm saying that I've seen Halajuan turn and face up, go off the dribble, dream shake. I've yeah. seen David Robinson turn and face up, go off the dribble, shoot, you know, little 15-footers and this and that. Hell, even all the way down to Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo Mourning used to take people off the dribble, turn and face up, 
Hell, Patrick Hewen had a mid-range. Yeah. The only one that, that you never really looked at from an offensive standpoint was Matumbo. And that's what I'm saying is like Shaq never really had a skill set. He was just bigger. Yeah. So that's why when I started thinking about what the guy was saying, I was like, Shh, you know what I'm saying? Like one could make the argument. Now, at the end of the day, it's still foolish because Shaq is still what? Is he a top 10 scorer, I believe? Yeah, I think he's still. I think, he's, I think he is 10 right now. Like I said, with things shifting the way it is right now with LeBron and Dirk and all that, you know what I'm saying? Some of those newer names kind of shifted those old heads out of order or whatever. But Shaq's yeah. name was in that conversation at one point. And then, yeah. hell, if you uh, take in consideration all the free throws he missed, shit, Shaq's name would have definitely been up there. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think he probably, because I think he – I think he – I don't think he hit the 30,000. I think he was at 28 or 29. But if you take, if you count his free throws that he missed over the course of years, easily top, I know top five. I'm not going to say top three, but easily top five. Easily. Right. So that's why I said, I was like, man, that, that was just me playing devil's advocate or whatever. Like, it's, it's no disrespect to Shaq. But, like dude was saying on this post, like the whole purpose of the post was to say that um, Shaq in Orlando, he played four years in Orlando. He won what? Rookie of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, Did he lead the league in scoring that one of those years? Um, that is a very good question, bro. I want to now. I don't think he did, not unless it might have been one of the years Mike wasn't there. Like, I know he that... did when he was out. No, no, he never did in Orlando. Because I know Mike wanted the first two years. I know David Robinson had one of the years. And uh, I think Akeem Olajuwon had the other one. Okay. So, um, so then it was like the L.A. L.A. is where he won the majority of his, his stuff. And then after that, they won one ring in Miami. And we all know that that's uh, D-Wade, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's like, uh, after that, people just forget he went to Phoenix, the the big cactus, the big shactus, or whatever they called him. <laughs> then they sent his ass over there to Cleveland with LeBron, and we know that was a failed experiment because he ended up getting hurt. Then he went to what? Boss, the big shamrock or some shit. Cause he had a. That's the only way he stayed relevant. Uh, was to come up with all these names, and I'm like, hell, he was just buried on the bench after that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, again, no, no disrespect. It's just my opinion. It's like we we looking at the front end of his career, and then we just automatically put him in that conversation, and we dismiss the rest of his career. And I'm like, if he had any kind of skill set. About like Kareem, now Kareem was getting buckets all the way to the end. You know what I'm saying? Like Shaq was just a prop. We just gonna put him in to collect fouls and and take up space in the lane. And that's why I was like, dude, kind of got a, a good point. Shaq, low key, it's kind of overrated. But somebody would be ready to knock you in your head if you said that in public. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's debatable. I mean, because of the whole. 
the de- the defensive aspect of it because you know he don't have. I, I don't. You can't really. I mean, you can. It's just like judging a player with the championship, man. I understand the accolades and the accomplishments, man. It's, it's what made part of your career. I get it. But I'm watching, you know what I'm saying, what you did on the court. You know what I'm saying? What, what, how you impact the game in your team. Because you take him away from Orlando. Are they even relevant in the East in the 90s? Do they make it to the, to the, uh, the NBA Finals? Nah. You, you, you don't, you don't, he don't go to, a, uh, to LA. You know what I'm saying? Do the Lakers got those three? Definitely not. Definitely not. Cause I, so he, he's definitely a player that, that impacts the game. You know, even with Miami. Now, everybody knows that if it wasn't for D-Wade, they, they wouldn't have never won. Cause that, the, the way that series was played, man, it looked like Dallas was ready to sweep them, dude. But you gotta think about this. Shaq was still in his prime when he was at Miami, and he demanded a lot of attention. That's why D. Wade was able to do what he did. Because you look, look at what happened. They doubled and triple team Shaq majority at that series, and then you got Flash. That's why he got the name Flash. He cut into the basket. You know what I'm saying? Hitting the little twelve to fifteen foot jump shots on the cut. Like Shaq just demanded all that that attention down low. So it's like you don't have no choice but to try to double a triple team. And then you look at that team that they won the championship with, bro. <laughs> you got the two stars. No, for real. You got the two stars with Shaq and, and Wade, right? Yeah. But then you got Gary Payton, uh, White Chocolate, Jason Williams, Antoine Walker, uh, Zoe was on that team, Udonis uh, Haswell, because he was a power forward, uh, and then like a couple other random people on that team, though. Oh, it basically looked like the Eastern Conference version of the Los Angeles Lakers. I ain't never looked at it that way. That's what it looked like, bro. And then it made even better Pat Riley came and coached that team, bro. If he don't coach that team, they don't win that championship. Now, that I definitely agree with. I agree there. Because I was up one night. This was a minute ago uh, on Hulu. You know how every year they do the little championship DVD and all that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hulu had all that junk, and I sat back and I watched that final series, and it was just like D Wade was possessed, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was so aggressive to where it's like, man, he lived at the free throw line. So yeah. uh, that's why I'm saying it's like you're right. Shaq did demand a lot of attention, and it did kind of open up the lanes for a young D Wade to be creative and go off. But I'm just saying, like, after Miami, it was over with after that. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was curtains, bro. Well, I mean, and and, and that's like with all players, man. Like, you said Kareem, you know what I'm saying, that was still falling, uh, you know what I'm saying, when he was getting up in age. You know what I'm saying, your guy LeBron, that's still, that's still consistent. You know what I'm saying, you're 17 going to year 18. You know, we don't talk about the players, the, the back end of their careers, on the, the decline. Because Shaq, Shaq declined after Miami. Right. Like, he, he wasn't even Shaq no more. He was Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> no, I and agree. Phoenix, Phoenix was, was bad. Cleveland was, was really bad. And then it was just like, like with, with Boston, it was like, why why did you even go there? This was out of all teams. You can't help. You could have went back. Now, you couldn't, you couldn't even went to Orlando because the White House was there. But... 
Come on, dude. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's over, man. Like, when you getting shopped around like that, you basically trade bait or you just getting shopped around like that, that you know what I'm saying, during your career, it's over, bro. And that's, it's over. And that's where my opinion is very different from other people because I'm saying that, to me, once you start getting shopped around, to me, that's, that's disrespectful, first of all. And I, I think, in my opinion, it waters down the legacy. Like, yeah. it ain't that you demanded a trade and you wanted to go here and do this and do that. It's here, man. We trying to put together a package. Here, we just going to throw Shaq in there. Send him yeah. to Phoenix. The big Shaq this. And it's like, that year, I think that's when uh, the All-Star game was in Phoenix. Yeah. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, Shaq had no business being in that damn All-Star game. And I actually think him and Kobe won MVP. Yeah. Co-MVPs. Yeah. And I'm like, that's where I don't agree with the whole little storylines and stuff like that. And then, like you said, you go all the way to Boston. <laughs> the What was he, the big four-leaf clover? So I don't even Man, know. <laughs> the big box of Lucky Charms. I don't know. The big pot of gold. Like I'm like, nah, man. At this point, it becomes comical, and it's like, you you know when your time is up, and you should just ride off into the sunset, bro. Like, don't sit here and, and let your name get watered down, going from this team to that team to this team, and that's why I'm like. Paul Pierce, he's another one of them. Like, bro, like you, you should have knew what that run in Brooklyn was done. It's time to hang it up. Yeah. But he went on. I think he went to to Clippers, went to Washington. But but I give Paul credit though. He actually followed a little bit when he was at the Wizards. I, I can give him that. I, I can honestly say that, dude. He he actually he actually contributed when he was at the when he was at the Wizards. I can honestly say that. It just, it felt he, different. Yeah, they, he, he was actually, you know what I'm saying, uh, putting up buckets. I think they went to the play. I mean, granted, they did lose, but uh, he he had, he was a, a good contribution to that team. That's fair, because he did end up hitting what? He had like a game winner in the playoffs yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's smooth. That's, that's something that he can hang his hat on later on in his career, but – like I said, with Shaq, it's like, shh. <laughs> man, you was just a, a bench prop at that point. Yeah. But that's a smooth transition to the next topic that I want to talk about. Because with all this corona stuff going on and uh, the season was put on, on hold, Vince Carter. Like, we all know Vince Carter done had his fair share of uh, being tossed around the league or whatever. But um, Vince Carter announced his retirement during all of this. And they had a segment on first take the other morning, the morning after he announced that he was done. The question was, what is Vince Carter's legacy going to be remembered by? Or did he fulfill his legacy? And Stephen A. Smith goes in on this man. The day after he announced his retirement, he's like, his legacy is is unfulfilled. He he never won a championship. You just start talking about all this negative stuff. And in my opinion, I think uh, that that's what's wrong with today's media. Like you're paying people 
to piss on these athletes, not realizing that dog, this man got a family at home. Like he just announced that he's retiring. That's an accomplishment for for most people. When I retire from my job, like that's something to celebrate. We sitting around critiquing and giving our opinions on whether or not we think that his career is successful. And I, I'm like, I like, I, I think that's that was out of pocket because at the end of the day, like Vince Carter is the same, about the same way as Shaq. Early in his career, he put on a show. He was in Toronto balling out. Him and Iverson had some of the most memorable games, playoff performances that I've ever seen. And then he went on to New Jersey and he contributed heavily for that team. And then kind of after that, that's when that flame slowly kind of dwindled down. I think he went to, what, Orlando after that? Yeah, went to Orlando, yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying, he done been kind of tossed around too. But it's like, I don't care about no championship rings. I like that. That don't define nobody's career, in my opinion. And that's why I hate that that ring talk stuff, man. Like, you're not going to tell me that I played – Vince Carter played, what, 22 years, 22 seasons? 22 years, bro. And then you're going to tell four decades. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then you're going to talk about my my legacy is unfulfilled. Like, nah, bro, like, it ain't like he was a a super-duper bench player. Now, late in his career, the last three or four years, he's been okay with coming off the bench. But when he got in the game, he he put up buckets. I was like, hell, uh, was that this year or last year when he hit all them threes in the garden? Yeah, yeah, last year. And I'm like, I remember sitting here watching that game. Hell, I even made posts about I was like, man, Vince Carter going off. Like, he's he's playing out of his mind. So the dude still could contribute. He just didn't want to be that guy kind of like Iverson was. Like, you knew that your time was coming to an end, but you refused to be that veteran guy that came off the bench or you was a, a leader in the locker room. Yeah. Iverson refused to take that role. And he finally was pushed out the league where Vince Carter is like, man, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, I, I didn't have my prime. I just want to be here, you know, to help these younger guys. And if my number is called, know that I can come in and compete. Yeah. And that's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to respect, you know what I'm saying, guys' uh, mind frames about that, man. Because, you know, it ain't a lot of people that's cool with that, especially when you, you basically, you come in the league and you was franchise. Man, let's 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 make one thing clear. He put Toronto on the map. Toronto, Toronto wasn't even relevant for real until he got there. Facts. They didn't really have no TV games. Uh, none of that until he got to the league. And granted, you know it was because of the dunk. But come on, dude. I literally watch Sports Center every day, bro, just to see a red card highlight. Definitely. <laughs> Like, I, I don't care if this man, you know what I'm saying, never made it to the NBA Finals or if he ain't won a championship and all that. Man, that, that's BS, man. Like, you can't take away what this man contributed to the league, dude, because, you know, Ben Carter was a walking bucket. And not to mention, you know what I'm saying, when he went to uh, 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 New Jersey, I still don't see how the hell they didn't win one there with Kidd and him and Jefferson because they had a pretty deep team. But, uh... Man, come on, dude. You, you basically, you arguably got the, the best, one of the best point guards you playing with. Because you think about this, bro. When he was in, when he was in Toronto, who was he there with? You named me one other star that was there with him. Nah, it wasn't no stars because, hell, at the time, T-Mac 
He was coming off the bench. He really didn't have no role yet. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't really make a name for himself yet. And you're right. Nobody, bro. And just think if they would have kept McGrady. Just think about that. If they would have kept him and they would have got the Tracy McGrady that was at Orlando. Not that T-Mac that was in Houston. The one that was at Orlando. They would have got him. Come on, dude. And you put the necessary pieces around them, too. Because the only thing you really needed was a legitimate point guard. And then a big man that could defend and get your rebound. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what I was saying. I was like, man, them old uh, Toronto versus uh, Milwaukee was solid back then. Yeah. They had some battles. But then that Vince Carter and Allen Iverson, man, I was glued to the edge of my seat, dude. That, that might have been by far the best series. Hands down. Seen. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, dude, like I eat, sleep, and drink basketball, dude. I'm I'm a I'm a kid at that time. What was that? Two thousand one? That was yeah, because it was the year we yeah, we beat them in the finals. The Lakers beat them in the finals. So it was oh one. Yep. So I'm saying that in oh one, bro, I'm like fifteen, sixteen at the max. Uh 84, 94. I'm 16. And I'm telling you, like, that was must-see TV. Like, I'm sitting down before the game even start, glued to the TV. And it's like, to me, kids don't have that passion for the game no more. Right. Like, I recall sitting down watching Marcus Camby and Allen Iverson then when they was in college. So I'm a, I'm a young kid. Teenage, like I might not even been a teenager yet, and just had a love for the game. So it's like right. watching Vince Carter and Allen Iverson go back and forth. They dropping 40, 40 each, and it's coming down to pivotal moments, pivotal shots. I was like, man, we ain't seen no basketball like that in a long time, dude. Yeah, and it wasn't just one game. They was they was they was eating the whole series. Right. Like it was back and forth the whole series. I think I think I don't think the team won two games in a row that that series, bro. If I recall, I don't think it happened. But the series, like I said, by far the best basketball series I ever seen in my life. Facts. By far, like you can't. That's not even debatable. Now, 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 people probably say, "Oh, well, what about the '98?" Uh, Eastern Conference Finals with the Bulls and the and the, and the Pacers. Look at the uh, what was it? The, the last dance or who it was called? Look at that shit. Matter of fact, look at Game Seven of that 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 series. And you tell me if I'm wrong if that game wasn't set up to what Chicago was gonna win uh, win that game. Yeah, it was Watch definitely the last eight minutes of that game. It was definitely politics. Well, I don't care what Reggie said. I mean, I, I'm off subject a little bit. I don't care what Reggie said. He was like, man, we lost our momentum. Now, anybody that's a basketball fan, watch the last eight minutes of that game and watch all them BS calls Chicago got that basically took Indiana out the game. Because the way the game was played, Indiana should have won by 12. Right. Now, it was definitely some politicking going on. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. But, yeah, man, nothing nothing against uh, Vince, though. Back to the subject, man. Vince, he balls. Stephen A. just a hater. He, he hates on everybody, bro. That's I why mean, it's, a, it's a known fact. That's why it's like, man, I like I sit down and watch it. And it's like by me working from home now, 
I got my little workstation set up down here in the basement next to the TV. So I'm listening to it as I'm working. And now right. it's to the point to where it's like, it almost feel like they, they paid to say this stuff, man. Like yeah. just talk sports. And I understand we ain't had no sports to talk about, but it's like, stop using these windows of opportunity to piss on these guys careers man because at the end of the day for me personally once you step on that court what did you do while you was on it if my team didn't win a championship okay whatever but did i do my part as an individual right and vince carter always laced them up and went to work hell if anything, his legacy is jumping over that seven footer in the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People don't even want to talk about that. You know, it's not to mention I I've never seen a dunk contest like his. Like you you can put uh Aaron Gordon and Levine up there with that. But you know, what when when Vince Carter's name was was on that card for the dunk contest. Everybody, like what Kenny had a, uh, Kenny Smith said, everybody else was playing for second. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they was competing for second. There was no way Vince Carter was going to lose that dunk contest. And then, you know, the Olympic Games, when he jumped over a seven-footer, dude, I, that by far <laughs> in history is the greatest poster I've ever seen in my life. I was just looking Ever. at it the other day. <laughs> I was just like... Right I don't even like that's that's all adrenaline. Like it had to be because like the seven footer didn't even duck for real. So he he legit cleared him. Oh, he bent his little neck a little bit, but I'm like shit. That's still six ten at the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they, they said they said my guy dude like went like mentally insane. I, I don't know how true it is, <laughs> but they said he he mentally. He was scarred from that dunk, bro. Nah, I believe it. Because you think about this, dude. Getting dunked on is one thing. But like that, the Olympic game, the whole world is watching. You can't even come back to your country, dude. Like, you're bro. You got to go somewhere else, G. <laughs> they done sent him to Iceland somewhere, though. I'm yeah, like, I'm man. Pay, bro. Like, there, there is no... There, the only way you can come back from that is if you if you do a That's what I'm, and what what made it even more spectacular? I'm like, dog, this is in game. Yeah. And he didn't even necessarily have a a running start, bro. Like they got the steal. And if I'm not mistaken, like I said, I was just looking at it the other day, and I'm sitting there trying to replay it in my mind. They got the steal. And he jumped off too, bro. That's what I'm saying. Is like he ain't even build up a whole lot of momentum. So that was just pure vert. Dog, like he yeah. just just went out of his mind and just went up, and the next thing I know, 
he kicking and swinging. Hell, I thought he was going to punch KG in the face for a minute. Hey, no, KG was like, he was, he was, he was a couple inches from getting, getting knocked out, bro. <laughs> he, was, he, I was like, <laughs> I, it's, it's like watching it on TV is one thing. But could you imagine, like, being there and seeing it? Um, and that's why I, mean, I do. I understand, I understand. I don't know. I forgot where the game was getting played at. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure about the people that, that whatever country they were playing in, in probably got hype. You know what I'm saying? They'll get hype over a soccer though. But I, I don't think that if, like, if that game was played here and we seen that, I think half of us probably would have walked out of the gym. No, like, or, or like. We would have walked on the court. When we, when we get off this call, go back and look at it. Because I like looking at the crowd's reactions. Yeah. When he done that, pay attention to them people that was sitting on that on that, uh, on that that baseline. Dog, okay. like the whole building was like covering their faces. Like they reacted. Trust me. Okay. The whole arena erupted. And a lot of it was kind of like in shock. Like, wait a minute. What did we just see? <laughs> Like, what just happened? And then once you look at look at that replay or look up at the jumbo, and it's like, no way, like no way that happened. Yeah, man. Yeah, that 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 dude. I man, far as like iconic posters, like dumb faces, bro. That by far was uh, number one. Everybody say that the junk that Jordan had on pack on the baseline was was this was the best dunk. And then I I think that when Scotty dunked on Patrick Owen was better than Jordan's dunk. Yeah. One hundred. I just me personally, but man, ain't nothing gonna ever top that Vince Carter dunk, bro. I'm sorry, like nothing's ever gonna top that. You right. Uh, it's it's like that that dunk. Dude, like it just came out of nowhere. But yeah, but far as like dude's career though, man, like I like man, Stephen A's a hater, man. He's been a hater since day one, bro. You can't take nothing away from that man, dude. He put his 20, 22 years, bro. I don't care if he played for all thirty two teams uh, or thirty teams. You know what I'm saying? Twenty two years, man. That that that's remarkable, bro. Exactly. You know, even though you know the, he, the remaining, not what five or six, maybe seven, he played on the bench. When right. we came off the bench and whatnot, but 22 years though, bro, that's a long time. Right, you're right. And that look, we're gonna we're gonna take it here and then we'll we'll wrap it up because hopefully, if we don't get no more uh, crazy uh, corona cases, I mean it's already crazy. And I seen where uh, more more players are starting to say that they ain't going. Um, what what do you think about this season, man? Does it does it matter? Who, is it still a, a must win for the Lakers, or it's just like at this point you don't care who wins, you just want to see some basketball, or do you uh, even care? I, I'm I'm a as a fan, as a fan, I want to see the Lakers win the championship. As a fan, as a fan of the team, I want to see you know what I'm saying my team win the championship because the way they was playing. At the end of the year, it's like, who's ready to stop these guys? Because, like, they was chilling, chilling. I'm talking about jail that's holding the baby hair on, on the chick's side of her head, jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
they 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 look us uh, when they beat them when they beat the Clippers. That's all they needed, bro. It's like who's gonna beat them now? Cause that was the only team that really gave them problems. Like they'll they'll lose a game here and there to like a nobody team. But if you match them up in the playoffs, are they really gonna beat the Lakers? Is the Grizzlies gonna really beat the Lakers? Portland, uh, Utah. Like let let's be real. Now as a fan, yes, I want to see the Lakers win. Now as a human being, it's kind of debatable. Like if you want the season to start back up or not with this with this virus going on because you see it every day it's like it's case after case after case after case so now you get these players that scared and feared for their lives it's like is it worth it but but here's the thing and this is where my respectfully disagree comes in at because that's perfect that's the perfect law like yes this is something that's serious as far as the coronavirus and your health and your well-being. And, of course, these players want to make sure that their families are straight because when when they go into this bubble, they're going to be there for a minute, at least three months, depending on how far you advance into the playoffs or whatnot. But it's like this is a closed location. So this is where that self-discipline comes in that. And as long as y'all ain't trying to leave the facilities – and go mix and mingle outside with the general public, then that shouldn't be no fear. Now, granted, the I don't know if they're forcing all the chefs and the people who are there to provide the services for those players to also live on on site, because if they're you know coming in to cook and then leave to go back home to come back the next day, then now that might be something that's scary per se. Yeah. But if they're requiring all staff, employees, everything associated with this bubble to remain inside this closed environment, then shit, it shouldn't be no case. Like, that's the safest place in Florida, if you want to be honest. Yeah. So it's like, for me, is it selfish that I, I want them to resume the season? Yeah, it is. Because at this point, I'm like, I don't watch TV for real. So I'm, nobody do, bro. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, shit, I've been sitting there playing Madden all day and all this and that. So I'm just dying to see basketball. And right, right, right. a lot of people are like, man, you lying. When I say I honestly don't care if the Lakers win or not. Like at this point, I honestly feel like everybody's on the same playing level. Like this is this is no holds bar. Like there's no advantages. And I don't know if you saw Zion yet. <laughs> But Zion looked like motherfucking, I don't even know what, excuse my language. No, he looked like Bane, dude. Bro, I seen the picture of him yesterday, man. <laughs> and, I, and, and, and it's so crazy, man, because old DJ Michi Meach be doing the voiceovers of him, dude, with the incredible Hulk voice. And that's who he looked like, bro. He looked like David Banner. Uh, 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 not David Banner. Uh, uh, I forgot the head. I forgot what his damn name was. The incredible house, man. I'm, I'm like, dude, his 280 is cut up. Like, all the way cut up. That's what I'm saying. I was like, man, that, that might have been the best thing that could have happened for the Pelicans because Zion was trying to get his legs back, try to work his way back into game shape, and then you give everybody a four- or five-month time off. Uh, what's old buddy for the Nuggets? Uh, Joker? Yeah, uh, Jokic. 
Yeah, yeah. he done lost all kind of weight. I was reading an article last night where uh, JJ Reddick said he done lost like 10 or 15 pounds. So you got all these players that's in better shape. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, man, this is finna be on. This is like a sprint to the finish line type thing. I was like, man, this might be the best playoffs that we done seen in a long time. Because now you take the home court advantage out. You take the crowd effect out. Now you just got to hoop, period, hoop. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I, I don't like about it, and let's just be 100 about it. Because you got 80, 85% of the world hates LeBron. Let's just call it for what it is. Now, if the Lakers win the championship, and I'll argue with anybody over this, of course it's going to be this. I'll ask the asterisk bag because they didn't play a full season and this happened and that happened. No, damn that. Are y'all going to asterisk the, the San Antonio's 1999 half year? What about, uh, what about, uh, 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 what year was it, man, they played the first game on Christmas? Because I remember uh, I remember uh, the Lakers had played the Bulls the first game and they lost to them because Derrick Rose hit a floater on them. I forgot what year it was. I think it might have been the 13th season. That's what I was going to say. Uh, no, nah, I think the year before. I think the year Miami won their first championship with LeBron was a short season. Okay, yeah, that year. So I don't I don't want to hear nothing about no no damn asterisks, man. This happening, nah, man. You like what you say. You play to the finish line, bro. And and that's what I'm saying. It's like you can't say that they played a short season because hell, they was already like seventy games in, sixty five, yeah. seventy games in. I'm like hell, you can scratch them last ten games because half the the, the teams that already secured a spot was gonna rest they they stars anyway. So I'm like, damn, all that. Like, nah, we need to finish this. And that's why I was like, man, it, it's kind of selfish. But at the end of the day, I saw where, like, baseball is coming back. Uh, I think they said July the 25th. I don't know how they going to do that. Um, NASCAR been going. Golf has been going. The NFL, I've been seeing Tom Brady and them. You know, everybody out doing their workouts and this and that. And I'm like, everybody's slowly trying to get back into somewhat of a, a normal routine. But then when the NBA try to come back, everybody will nah, they don't they don't need to play and this and that. And I'm getting ready to get off topic a little bit. And I was kind of scared to even touch this, but bump all that. Because with what happened in uh Minnesota with George Floyd, it was heartbreaking. It really was. And I understand that that was Steven Jackson's man. Yeah. And I understand that that's personal for him and he's he's hurt by that. But him sitting around telling the players that they shouldn't play, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you can't tell nobody not to go to work. Right. You can't tell nobody to sacrifice their way of living for something that's important to you. And, right. and, yes, it's important to all of us, especially us as African Americans, because we tired of seeing this stuff. You look up and see on the news another person was murdered at the hands of the police for, for something that could have been de-escalated or Another alternative could have happened, but this person lost his or her life. I get that. But wow. now it's like you you basically telling these players that if they go back to play, then they'll sell out. They not down wow. for the cause and this and that. I'm like, man, bump all that, bro. Like, don't don't give me that 
there's stuff going on right now that's bigger than basketball when I'm looking at all these rappers buying new Lamborghini trucks and new jewelry and all this and that. And it's like, so the, this only applies to the NBA players? Right, right, right. It's people out here living yeah. their everyday lives, doing what they've been doing, even before coronavirus or before all this uh, police brutality and the Black Lives Matter movement and this and that. Everybody's still moving and, and conducting themselves accordingly. But now that the NBA trying to come back, nah, bro, that's that's where we got to draw a line in the sand. Right. Nah, I'm not cool with that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even get that, man. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. to George, man. But, you know, it, it's been a lot of people bad that got killed behind bro, police brutality and all that. And they, you know, why is it just this one guy you know what I'm saying? Everybody got to stop, you know what I'm saying, what they're doing just so, for one person. You know what I'm saying? You didn't hear that about Breonna Taylor. What about... Um, uh, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This can... kid that George, uh, George Zimmerman killed. Trayvon. Trayvon Martin. They didn't, stop, they didn't stop the NBA for that. And that's what I'm saying. But, like, but like, I'm glad you said that. Because even when the Trayvon Martin thing did happen, the Miami Heat was the first team to put the hoods on and and come together and try to send a message to the rest of the world. I was like, dog, D-Way, LeBron, Carmelo, Chris Paul, they done always spoke up in these situations. And I ain't trying to go against Steven Jackson because at the end of the day, enough is enough. And he's saying that right now, you know what, this is it. Like, we ain't no turning back from here. And I applaud him for that. But it's like, you just now – developing that mind frame bro people been doing that so don't sit there and try to say that that you taking charge of this movement and you want everybody to get behind you when all these situations done happened prior to the george floyd thing and you was on the sidelines bro that's my only pushback with that whole thing because he's he's legit on instagram every day bro like uh, I see who's down for the movement and, and who ain't. Y'all really trying to go back and play basketball. And then the NBA was like, you know, I think they said something about they might put like Black Lives Matter on the court and allow the players to put different little sayings and stuff on their jerseys. And he's like, what's that going to do? What's that going to do? And I'm like, well, shit, what's sitting on Instagram going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it ain't me trying to, Go, you know, go against him and what he's doing because he got the right mind frame. But you can't tell another man that he's supposed to give up his check, what he uses to feed his family for something that's important to you because you knew that man personally. Yeah, I'm glad you said it because I've seen something on Facebook. I don't know how true it is, but I think it's very, excuse my language, fucked up that all of a sudden now you want to do that. NFL is implementing the uh, African-American national anthem before the original national anthem to be played at every game. I saw that. I'm looking at this like, why? What is the purpose of it? NFL been playing what? 75 years? (laughs) Over 75 years? (laughs) And y'all just now doing this shit? Right. Come on, bro. Right. Like, nah, man. Like, you get no respect from me off the back of that. Right. And then it's just like with this national anthem. First of all, I understand it's the fourth. I won't say happy fourth of July. We're we're not celebrating the Independence Day today. We just chilling. You know what I'm saying? 
a lot of people need to go back, you know what I'm saying, in, in the history books and, and really see what happened, what, what transpired with this day and, and everything else that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I swear, bro, when I, when I seen it, it, it just made me so mad. I'm just like, dude, you got to be fucking kidding me. You, you telling me that now with all this stuff that's going on, y'all going to play the Black National Anthem before the National Anthem. And, and people going off about that. And, and after this, we'll wrap it up because we done got all the way off topic. And then that's my fault. But, you know, sometimes stuff just needs to be said, bro. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I've been sitting here all this, all these weeks and I'm listening to, you know, the temperature in the room in regards to sports returning, uh, all the stuff going on with the NFL and the Black Lives Matter and this and that. And it's like, man, it, it's hot. The temperature is boiling, bro. And I'm like, I don't agree with the whole right now. In my opinion, I feel like everybody's just doing stuff to try to please the African-American community. And it's like, yep. look, we're going to play the black national anthem. Like, please, y'all don't don't boycott the NFL. Don't don't be mad. Like we're, we're trying to do something here. Here's two hundred and fifty million dollars to social injustice and do this like, dog, you can't buy respect. Yep. And it's like, until they start changing some of these laws and stuff, you know, man, you can pull up a Brinks truck and unload money all day, every day. That still ain't doing nothing. That's going to prevent this shit from happening again. Right. And that's the conversation that, that people ain't having, bro. And I'm like, I don't give a damn about no Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor. And this person donated this amount of money. I was like, man, we live right here in Louisville, bro. Today is like, what, the 35th day of protest? 34, 35th consecutive day of protest. And they ain't made no arrest. Nope. Ain't nobody giving no updated information about nothing. So it's like, Money, money ain't gonna fix that. Nope. Not at ain't all. Lying about that. And that's what I'm saying. I was like, dude, I, I've learned to just keep my mouth shut because it's always gonna be somebody that thinks different than you, and y'all ain't gonna see eye to eye. And all that's gonna do is cause a whole bunch of argument and confusion. And I ain't got the energy for it no more, man. Bro, we on the same boat. I said something about it one time and one time only. And it needed to be said. I said it on my guy's live. And I said what I said. And it was the reason why I said it. And I that I made it clear. You know what I'm saying? I got this and I got that as friends. And I don't give a damn about their opinion on what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, it's my opinion. I spoke from the heart from what I said. You know what I'm saying? I, I would never, I wouldn't even change a word from what I said on dude's life. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And, you know, with this whole situation with that, I keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? Just to see what's going on. But I'm not going to speak on it because at the end of the day, shit ain't going to change. Exactly. Ain't change. But I'm just one, I'm just one person. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, uh, your voice, you know what I'm saying, can be used. No, it can't. I can speak. There's a difference between listening and hearing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They, they hear you, but they not listening to you. Yeah, and you, like I said, I, I'm I'm down for the cause, man. Much respect and love to everybody that's doing what they doing downtown, man. I'm not taking nothing away from them, man. Doing that because you know it's the, the injustice. 
I get it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, man, they ain't nothing going to change, man. Exactly. Nothing going to change. Exactly. And, that, and, and, and you said it, bro. You like, they hear it, but they ain't listening. And then we'll yeah. we'll wrap it back up to the NBA, and then we'll leave it alone. Because that's what I was saying in regards to the Steven Jackson stuff. It's like, bro, everybody knows what's happening in this country. Whether it comes out of an NBA player's mouth, an NFL player's mouth, or just a regular person that's in the community, it does not matter. The NBA cannot change the laws in this country. So for, so for you to tell these players that they shouldn't go back to work and then Kyrie Irving is, man, there's bigger things going on right now than best. I'm like, bro, you wasn't even set to play no way. So, of course, you're going to sit there and try to throw a speed bump in this whole situation because, hell, you don't even have an opportunity to compete. So you're going to try to stop everybody else from doing it. Now, I bet you they, they what, seventh in the East? Yep. Oh, they have. They, I guarantee if KD said he was coming back, he would have played. Oh, man, it would have been, hey, man, we we there. Like, let's go. We there. Yeah. KD made it clear he wasn't playing this year. He, he said he don't give a damn what's going on. He's sitting out for the remainder of the year. And I don't blame him. Because, you know, he had a ruptured Achilles, right? Yep. Yeah, he had a ruptured Achilles, man. That takes, man, like 8 to 12 months to heal. Now, it's still kind of questionable, though, because, you know, with that picture, you know, when it happened last year, it was the left, and then he had the boot on the right foot, which I still don't get that. But, <laughs> you know. Right. You know, the NBA just weird and shit, man. But but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, because it was something else I wanted to talk to you about, because we had this talk. Timmy D. Oh, I forgot they, about they that. asked, is he a first ballot Hall of Fame? Bro, I never liked the Spurs. I respect players and coaches, bro. Never liked the Spurs, though. But when I seen that and read it, I damn near ran through the wall. <laughs> the brick wall of my house, bro. <laughs> For somebody to say, is Tim Duncan a first ballot Hall of Famer or not? Damn the five rings. He had, what, uh, uh, two, one or two MVPs season? I think he got two regular MVPs, what, three finals MVPs? Three finals. Come on, bro. And, 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 the greatest power forward I've ever seen play the game. A lot of people argue and say he might have been Carl Malone, Kevin McHale, you know, even Sir Charles Barkley. Nah, bro. That's another player you'll never see in the league, neither. Tim Duncan. Yeah. You'll never see another Tim Duncan in the league, bro. It'll never happen. And that's why I tell you all the time, bro. It's like it's some people I just I can't talk sports with, man. Like we all entitled to our own opinions and I value everybody's opinion. But at the same time, if your opinion is off the wall, bro, I just gotta turn around and go the other way. Like Bruh, it's <laughs> like you can say the man cheat all you want to, man. It's just like you asking is it's fucking Tom Brady, a first ballot Hall of Fame, too. It's like you questioning that, bro. Come on, dude. Like, really? You you, you really trying to see? I see what a lot of people trying to do, man. See, they say stupid shit like this so people can argue so they can sit back and laugh. That's why you see me with my memes, dude, with Jason Momoa with the chair 
And, you know, sitting there, <laughs> bro. I just sit back and just watch people argue on your posts or other posts because it's like people have valid points. And then here, here you go with, with this, this character that got something dumb to say. And you're just looking like, hold up, man. I need some, some more salt on my popcorn because this, this shit getting a little interesting, man. Because what he just said was dumb as shit. I get what he said. But what this guy just said, it's like, yeah, you 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 ain't never watched to play basketball day in your life, bro. And that's what it boils like, down I, to, man. It's like, I, don't get me wrong. I ain't mean to cut you off. It's like, if you're a fan of the game, cool. But if you ain't never played, and I ain't saying go to no park and do this and do that, but if you ain't never played an actual organized game of basketball that had right. at least one referee, yeah. then you're going to have to sit this one out, man. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, it's, it's too much stuff that happens within a game for you to sit down and critique and do this and do that, and you ain't never played. Right. And I ain't sitting there saying that I was no D1 player and this and that because that would be a lie. Like, I, I'm not going to sit there and paint that picture. But I know the game. I played the game. And I understand the game. And that's the right. difference. Like, you can know the game of basketball, but how much of it do you really understand? And that's the key, dog. And that's why I was like, it's some people do like, nah, I, you ain't even worth talking to. Yeah. I have this argument with my people all the time, man. I'm like, you, you playing 21 a crate ball, man. We we don't see the same, bro. We, <laughs> we're, we're not looking at the same game. Right. Like, we, we, can, we can watch basketball, like the same game on TV or even live. <clears throat> I guarantee you I'm looking at the game a little bit different than you are. Facts. Because you can, you can say, ah, that was a tough shot, even though he made it, right? I'm looking at it like how you would look at it. Why he kick it over to the wing or the corner? My man was wide open or the guy was cutting through. They had an easy bucket. Exactly. That's how I see the game, bro, or even on defense. Why did, why did you go under instead of going over on the pick and you just basically set your own teammate up to get killed? That's how I look at the game, man. We we we. I look at basket, basketball, football, totally different than anybody else, bro. Because I played both of them. Right. So it's it's different from you actually like what you said. You being on the court, organized court, football field, whatever. It's different from actually playing it that way and then being a fan looking at it. Right. If you actually played and now you become a fan, you're still seeing what you've seen on the court in the field. Exactly. And, and, and we'll, a lot of people don't get that. At all. And we'll leave it at that because we're we going to have to jump back on here one day before NFL starts up or if they do to start up. Because I want to talk about this uh, Cam Newton stuff, man. Because <laughs> I, I, like... Yeah, Cam Newton, they introduced him, man. He's going to be dressed up as Captain Morgan. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just give a, a little snippet for the viewers. Carolina cut him. I said he was going to go to the Panthers. I, I wouldn't think it would have been a one-year deal. I thought it might have been maybe two, maybe three years. Cam up there in age, he got a lot to prove. 
you know, with, uh, I'm saying, what, three, three, four seasons? Carolina really ain't been right since the Super Bowl year or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I was telling my guy, a lot of people, like, oh, the Patriots going to go 10, uh, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. They play off that. I'm like, bro, they be lucky they win nine games. And the only reason why they win nine games would be because of Belichick. It would be because of coaching. They don't have the receivers. You don't know what you're going to get out of Tony Michelle. You don't know what your defense is going to fucking do because now they got to step up big because the lack of consistency your quarterback is going to give you. And I'm not taking that away from Cal. I'm glad he got a job. I really am. But that, that 10 and 6, 11 and 5 shit, people need to kill that. 9 and 7 at the most because of Belichick. And, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it there. With that move, it's going to hurt their chances of getting Trevor Lawrence because that's who they was targeting to get. Yeah. Because it's, like you, you, it's like, who you going to trade to get that first pick now? Because a lot of teams is going to tank for that man, bro. It ain't too many teams in the league that need a quarterback, but a lot of teams is going to tank to get that man, bro. Him and Justice, uh, Justin Fields that play for Ohio State, a lot of teams is going to tank to get them two, them two quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? And New England really hurt their chances to get that number one pick. I wouldn't say that they would have tanked. I think that they probably would have accidentally won five games <laughs> and then <laughs> traded a couple players to get that number one pick. But, I mean, who knows, man. But, like, you know, Cam, man, I, you know, I'm rooting for the guy. I just don't think they're going to win 11, and five, 11, 11 games, bro. I don't think it. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, we're going to see. We can definitely touch up on that. Definitely. Be- I, I've actually been waiting to talk about that one right there, bro. Because, you see, I've been posting and people have been commenting. And I'm just like, you know, I'm glad he, I'm glad, at the end of the day, I'm glad he got a job. That's the only thing that matters. I'm saying I'm glad he got a job. I'm glad he got a job too. But in my opinion, I think Belichick going to screw him over. I think they getting ready to put him on some, uh, what's old buddy name uh, for the the Saints? Uh, Hill? I'll take some Hill. I think they yeah, get ready to try to use Hill, yeah. they get ready to try to use Cam as a Taysom Hill dog. I, I don't think Could Belichick be. gonna let him start. Could be, but we'll see. But we'll definitely touch on that, man. I appreciate you jumping on here with me.